You're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I'm Josh Barker, and this is The Policy Corner. Last week, we talked about the potential fate of right to work here in our home state of Michigan. There's some legislation at the federal level that connects these issues as well. Today, we're going to talk about the Teamwork for Employees and Managers Act, also known as the TEAM Act. Introduced by Representative Jim Banks in the House and Senator Marco Rubio in the Senate, the bill was first put forward last year when Republicans were out of power. After a recent opinion piece at the beginning of the month in Real Clear Politics, Senator Rubio suggested that he wants to continue to pursue this bill. Focused on the dissatisfaction with unions nationwide, Rubio and Banks proposed amending the 1935 National Labor Relations Act, also known as the Wagner Act, which federally guaranteed the right to form a union during the New Deal era. They want to establish a new type of worker organization. They hope to establish a new worker organization. They would maintain all the existing language regarding unionization, so no unions would be affected. However, they would add another option, the option to form an Employee Involvement Organization, or EIO. An EIO could be initiated by the employer, employees, or both, and would be established by mutual consent between the employer and employees. The organization would be a forum, quote, in which employees and supervisors participate to address matters of mutual interest, including issues of quality of work, productivity, efficiency, compensation, benefits, including related to education and training, recruitment and retention, grievances, childcare, safety and health, and accommodation of the religious beliefs and practices of employees. The organization would not purport to have authority to collectively bargain, a key difference between it and unions, but it would seek to provide a forum to redress grievances. An EIO at a large organization with over a billion dollars in annual revenue and more than 3,000 employees would be mandated to give a non-voting member on the company's board of directors to the EIO. That member would have the same access to information as any other company director. Now, it's obvious an EIO would seek to be a lot more cooperative than confrontational, opposite a union. In theory, it seeks to elevate the individual worker opinions rather than the full-time union executives who make decisions that impact workers. Rubio argues, for instance, that unions have used their member dues to advocate for policies that directly harm their workers, such as amnesty for illegal immigrants, which he asserts adds workers into the market to compete with the unionized workers, driving down wages. The bill is similar in theory to one passed by Republicans in 1996, but vetoed by President Bill Clinton. In his veto message, President Clinton wrote that, quote, Current law provides for a wide variety of cooperative workplace efforts. It permits employers to work with employees in quality circles to improve quality, efficiency, and productivity. This legislation, rather than promoting genuine teamwork, would undermine the system of collective bargaining that has served this country so well for many decades. Warren Cass, the executive director of American Compass, says that allowing this type of employee organization is in line with workers' desires and interests. When workers were asked, which would you prefer, something like the existing structure of a union that has power but is opposed by management, or a cooperative arrangement that has less power but management supports and wants to work with, the, the less or no power but cooperative relationship was more than twice as popular with non-managerial workers. And so what we have in NLRA is a system that is set up to be exceptionally adversarial and hasn't worked out very well at the end of the day for either the workers in organized firms or for the firms. Opening up what organizing means, allowing arrangements more like what they have in Europe, which is called works councils, encouraging the creation of organized labor groups, more like worker centers, is really important. 
Former political candidate and contributor at Jacobin, Paul Prescott, says that these employee involvement organizations will not help workers at all and could actually be used as fodder to prevent the formation of new unions. If we really think that a major corporation is going to substantially change their practices to benefit workers just because they're making these suggestions that are not binding and that are not carried out by any sort of action or leverage, I think we're living in a total fancy world. I mean, but what makes it more insidious is that what companies will do with this and have done, you know, they use that to make the argument that we don't really need a union. And this kind of muddies the waters between what workplace representation actually means and allows them to kind of hold this up uh, instead of a union. That's all for now. Thanks for tuning in to Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM.